Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We never get tired of this guest on the phone line, the Roman guest line, rather, which is Chris Carino, the voice of the Brooklyn Nets. Chris, thank you for joining the show, and how are you, sir? What's up, guys? Hey. We're hanging in there. Um, Chris, you know, the first question I have to ask you, because, of course, you're on our show on a Tuesday. Tomorrow's a pretty significant day for Brooklyn Nets fans. How does Kyrie yeah. Irving look, and what do you expect from him? I'm sorry, I just I just have to have ask to. you. You have the inside inside scoop on Kyrie. We we finally get to see him play some basketball this year. I think if, if Kyrie Irving, if you if you took him off a basketball court for about three years, and you strut him around blindfolded, <laughs> and then just put him on the floor, he would still look like Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I mean, he still would be. He'd still have that handle. He'd still have that slithery, offensive flow to him. He'd still be able to make you know, that crossover and with a fadeaway jumper in mid range. And he's just, he's just a, he's just a, I don't know if there's another player. I, I mean, I, I, maybe it's hyperbole, but as far as, you know, his skill level, I mean, it's just, it's off the charts and um, you know, we'll see. I, I think it's certainly coming at the right time because they have looked, uh, haven't looked great for three games right now. So, uh, another guy that can that can open up things offensively is really going to help them. And you know whether or not it's just for road games, it, it's still going to help them because they they need a little they need a little interjection of something right now because the last five quarters of Nets basketball has not been pretty. No, it hasn't. Memphis came into Brooklyn as six and a half point dogs last night. Uh, one outright, it was just an absolute blowout. I think Kevin Durant was out. Um, on the sideline basically just watching the end because it was so bad. What about Memphis? We're watching them right now play Cleveland. What about Memphis stuck out to you as you watched that game up close? Well, they're they're really young and athletic, and, and they were they were missing a couple of guys. I mean, they were missing Dylan Brooks last night. Um, they were missing slow-mo last night, and they still – um, didn't miss a beat. Steven Adams has been a huge, huge pickup for them. He just he just anchors the middle, gets all those offensive rebounds. And, you know, Bale, we're, we're going to talk about John Moran, and he's unbelievable. But Bale is a guy that has really emerged as a, as a really solid player. I mean, he's averaging about 18 a game, or maybe he's averaging a little less. He scored 29 last night. I mean, he's um, his, his ability – He's just so under control, and it, it, with a great shot. I mean, the Nets end of their bench came in and got it to ten with about two something left, and it looked like the Nets had a shot, and they they missed two bunnies on 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 one end that could have could have cut it to eight, and then Bale comes down the other end and knocks down three and basically ended the game. So, um, you know, and that's without Jaron Jackson even doing much yesterday. So. Uh, they, they're just, you know, they're, they're, they're really well coached. They, they, they just, they fly around the floor. You know, they, they're so disruptive. They go for steals. They get steals. Um, they're impressive. I, I was saying after the game last night, if I'm 
one of the top teams in the West, and they've beaten everybody. I mean, they've, they've, they beat, I think they're the only team in the league to beat the Suns, to beat the Warriors this year. Um, I wouldn't want to play them in a playoff series. Right. I tell you what, man, I, I'd rather take my chances with somebody else than take my chances with them. I completely agree. And Chris, like, Speaking of teams you don't want to really see in the playoffs, but we don't know what they are yet. In, in the East, it's the Nets are plus 250. They're the overwhelming favorites to win the finals. The Bucks are 7-1, to one, the defending champs. But I'm looking at a team, and I am a little bit of a homer because I'm a Bulls fan, but they're 25-1 to one to win the finals. And you look at this team, and it's not like they're a young team. There's a bunch of vets. You had the opportunity to see them December 4th. They beat the Nets, 111-107. What are your thoughts on the Bulls? Because... Um, it's an up-and-coming team, but they have all-stars, and they have veteran players like Vooch. So it's just kind of like a weird lineup, but they're obviously the best team in the East right now, record-wise. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw them earlier in the year in Chicago, too. And um, I, I, I they, they might be the best team in the East. I mean, I still think that, you know, Milwaukee, when they're healthy, and, and Miami, when they're healthy, are, are right up there with them. But um, it's hard to really tell with Chicago because they've had so many new faces. But if you take away that, but like three weeks of or two three weeks of COVID, yeah. I mean, they they were unbelievable. So Demar Derozan has just undergone a resurgence, and maybe it's and maybe it's unfair to say a resurgence because I don't know if he ever left. Uh, but he was in San Antonio, and, and you know it was. I, I know the Spurs have a, a great pedigree and all their championships, but you, you kind of get a little unnoticed in San Antonio, and I think. Him and Levine, I don't know if there's a smoother backcourt yeah. than those two guys. You know, their their ability and DeRozan, you know, they they don't take a lot of threes, but they make a great percentage. Um, they're really solid. Billy Donovan's a hell of a coach, and uh, it's the Bulls are a scary team, and and that's one of the things you know you talk about all those odds. The Nets, I don't know for them to be favorite right now. I mean. All those teams you mentioned, they haven't beaten them. Yeah. And, and and even the Grizzlies last night was another case in where, you know, people are a little are a little uh, down on them because they, they're not beating the teams that are the upper part of the conferences. And you throw the Grizzlies right in there. They haven't they haven't been able to play with the Bulls, they haven't been able to play with Milwaukee in the one game in Miami and, and, and Golden State and Phoenix. So um you know, I think the I think the odds makers look at it a lot differently than than maybe the, the the people around the Nets or even Steve Nash. We're joined now by Chris Carino, the radio voice of the Brooklyn Nets. Also does NFL for Compass Media. Chris, um, I have to ask this question. I went back and watched that game last night between the Nets and the, of course, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. And I'm looking at Nick Claxton. I think Claxton has taken some huge strides already so early in his young career. But I think it's apparent that they need a a big man, a, a, a front court presence. Blake is a guy who's a little older and he's not kind of like what they need right now. And also you look at LaMarcus Aldridge, who's had an incredible season, actually adapting to this new role, but still not quite the the oomph that they need. The yeah. trade deadline is about a month away, a little over a month away. And of course, every time you come on, we have to ask you the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> who, who, I'm not going to say who. Who's but, the target? But what do you think? What type of player do you think this team needs? And anybody that stands out in your mind as to who Brooklyn could package something for? Because even like the best defending big men, people tend to tend to hold on to big men because they're so hard sure. to come by. Yeah, the Nets have a lot of halfway guys. Yeah, you know they have a lot of well, this guy can you know this guy's a really good offensive player but doesn't defend well. This guy's a really good defensive player but can't space the floor on the other end. You know, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is a 
is a is a good. He's got that big. He's got that size, and he can score. But you know, he's not bouncing. You can't play. You can't play pick and roll with Harden. Um, Nick Claxton's that bouncy, athletic, switchable guy, but you know, can't make free throws. Can't really guard bigger players. You know, when they when they play in Bead or Stephen Adams, you know, he's going to get thrown around a little bit. So they got a lot of half halfway guys. And um, every team can be in the market for 3D guys. I mean, but the Nets are certainly that kind of team. And I don't know if, you know, they're, they're hoping Bembry could be that guy. Uh, he's made a really good percentage of his threes, but he's still not stretching the floor. Um, you know, the, the, they're in a real predicament right now because I do think when you saw the end of the game last night, when they made their little run to get back in it, and people probably had turned the game off at that point. Um, but they were down 27 with about eight minutes to go, and they ended up cutting it to 10. And I mentioned that sequence before Bale hit the three. They they can Thomas, David Duke, and Dayron Sharp in the game. And now during the COVID games when they were really shorthanded and they would play four rookies around Kevin Durant one time, you throw in a guy like Kessler Edwards who was, who was thrown into that mix. They all showed that they can play. And they all showed that they give the Nets something they need, which is uh, – youth and energy and athleticism. So the question is going to be, are these guys going to be be allowed to get an opportunity to play with the big guys and, and, and make a mark here and, and have a role with the team? Or are they going to use these guys to trade them and get something else? Mm-hmm. And that's the question is, so if somebody's available, the Nets do have some young players. They don't have picks because they gave them all up to get James Harden. But they do have some young players. Should they go that route? And and I don't know. That's that's a tough call. That's a tough call because the, when you have Harden and Durant and Kyrie, you know, it's hard to say. All right, hey, rookies go out there and play a role. You, you're going to be tempted to move some guys to to bring in. But I I do think in a long answer to your question, they they need to get more athletic and bouncy, and you know they need Nick Claxton. At a guard level, who's got a little more girth? Mm-hmm. Chris, that really makes sense. Chris, really quick. Uh, speaking of guys to move, Joe Harris slated to come back from injury in the next few weeks. Yeah, and do you think? Too. Do you think he's on this team after the trade 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 deadline? Yes or no? Ooh, uh, I'll say yes because they need him to space the floor. I think they're realizing that. You're realizing now you need you need that shooting. And if Patty Mills is taken out of the game like he was last night. Um, they have nothing else, nobody else that can space the floor. So, And he makes a lot of money. So I, I think that would be the reasons I would say, yes, he still is on the team. All right, Chris Carino, shooting is a premium, but you on the show also in the same elite elite category. Thank you, Chris uh, Carino, the voice of the Brooklyn Nets, the radio voice, and also great NFL work with Compass Media. Can't wait to have you back sometime soon, sir, and enjoy Kyrie Day, which is tomorrow. Yeah, and tune in, tune in to Compass this weekend. You know, your guy Cam Cam Gray, my producer, will be in, in Pittsburgh for Big Ben's last game on Sunday. So that's exciting. All righty, Chris. I, you know I'm always plug. watching. We'll be tuned Ian in. Baldy, a little plug. Absolutely, Baldy's breakdowns. He he's got to get his money somehow. We'll 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 bring him on the show to, as well today too. The whole Compass team is in the building. Thank you. That was Chris Carino on the Roman guest line. You get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com/betql now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. That's getroman.com/betql.